Uh, all right, welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four Panacotta Fuga nerds. For all of you Panacotta Fuga nerds, <laughs> as always, I'm Joey. I'm Grant. <laughs> I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. <laughs> and today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Window Goldio, episode 35, Requiem Gently Weeps, part two. We do a little JoJo's Bizarre Adventure watch along podcast where we just, I don't know, goof off. While pretending yeah. to talk about it, yeah. this is the worst thing you've ever called us. Yeah, genuinely, <laughs> the worst thing. I had no, to pick. No way, that's true. The <laughs> saddest part of the episode. The <laughs> it's the one I'm, I'm most offended by. <laughs> yeah. 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 God. Can I tell you? Hope y'all are ready. Can I tell you? We've uh, we've started getting cards for uh, the Bucci gang in the manga this episode. So like, starts it, it starts off and we get. Uh, Abakios for some reason. I mean, oh sweet Abaki facts. Abaki facts. Oh boy, yeah, Victor, okay. Victor, Victor. I want to hear some Abakio facts. Okay, Leone Abakio, age twenty-one, mm-hmm. at time of death, I guess. Standing. <laughs> <laughs> do you count age after time of death? Is that a thing? Yeah, you get older. <laughs> George Washington, the three hundred-year-old president. <laughs> I mean, he still he still gains rank, so I think we still do count his. Oh, you're right. Yeah, we just he gets retroactively like eight-star general. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Weird American Facts. There's no there's no general higher than than George Washington because it's like how he's always the first president, no matter how many we have. Okay. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Joey. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's true. All right, we got a lot of these to get through. Let me fucking talk about Abakio. <laughs> Victor, we have plenty of goddamn time. <laughs> One thing happens, and it's bad. Yeah, what, well, you know, two things. Not- All, right. All, right. Okay. All right. All right. Stand name Moody Blues. Moody Blues. Blues. Date of birth, March 25th, 1980. Blood type A, height we're 188 centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> History. He became a police officer right after graduating from high school, but he soon dirties his hands and caused the death of his co-worker. He then lived a life of depravity and entered the world of gangsters. Victor, Victor. That just sounds like being a cop. You don't yeah. need to do the history on any of these. We've seen all of these. You don't need to do, now do a backstory for everybody. Shut up. I do this my way. <laughs> really, you're doing it Iraqi's way here because Iraqi's the one who spent an entire page. Personality. His personality is filled with contradictions. He knows that he will never rise through the ranks of the gang because he is a former policeman. 
However, he will not hesitate to risk his life when he is needed on a mission. He fell into the criminal world because he had no place in society, but within the depths of his heart, the righteous heart, that's in bold and italics, that, <laughs> what? that Abakio had when he first became a policeman still exists. Abakio, you're 21. Like, <laughs> go be a you're movie. not even the worst cop like at your precinct. <laughs> go be like a baker. Go fucking do something else with your life. Jesus Christ. Favorite movie, Sling Blade? Sling Blade? Mm -hmm. What the fuck is Sling Blade? <laughs> Sling Blade's... It, it, I, I know the movie. It's the one about a... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Some French it's fried favorite tater. movie. Yeah. Favorite music, it's Monteverdi's a... Vespro della Beata I, Vergine. I, no, it's Barbie Girl. Wait, Sling Blade <laughs> came out after Abakio died, I think. <laughs> he wrote it, Joey. Because <laughs> it came out in 96. No, no, no. no. no okay, remember, Golden Wind takes place I'm in dumb. 2002. Yeah. yeah, my bad. I'm dumb. <laughs> it's a Billy Bob Thornton movie about a... Um, it, Serial killer who's also... Mentally challenged person yeah. who killed his um, mother and stepfather. Because I think they were abusive. Probably. I haven't seen the movie. Um, yeah. Alright, favorite foods. White wine. Greco di tutto. <laughs> Wait, I, I can list booze as my favorite food? <laughs> you can. You could have been used to Tufo. I can't quite tell with the typeface there. Um, arugula salad and pizza margarita. Everybody loves like a, a good margarita pizza. He, he sounds like it. a basic Italian bitch. He is. Yeah, yeah. yeah is a basic bitch. Because it's coming from a basic bitch. <laughs> dislikes snotty kids and waiting in line. Yeah, uh -huh, sure. Uh -huh. Everybody mm -hmm. does. And his hero is Ayrton Senna, a Formula One driver. Who cares? I don't know who that is. Whatever, Dude. loser. No matter how much the front page of Reddit wants me to, I cannot care about F1. <laughs> they, they are strangely into F1, and I, I do not get it. All right, okay, we got, now we got Mista Facts. Mista Facts. Mista Facts. Guido Mista, mm. age 18. Stand name Sex Pistols. Date of birth, December the 3rd, 1982. Blood type AB. Height... 164 centimeters. History. Roamed the streets as a thug. Oh he was caught up in an unexpected incident and sentenced to several decades in prison. Several but, decades. But Bucciolati saved him, and the gang recruited him for his talents with the good. Good, That's good, a good. I love So that. how did they get me out of several decades of a prison sentence? I'm surprised it doesn't read a few dozen decades in prison, but... <laughs> Uh, personality. He believes in the existence of, quote, what? God, end quote, on a fundamental level. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, you know, famously yeah. religious. <laughs> that, that sounds like Mista. No matter what dire situations may befall him, he Just... optimistically believes that he will survive and danger will pass Mista, by him. Mista! Believe in Jesus, Mista! <laughs> Mista, do you have time today to talk about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? No. Mista! Mista, thou shalt not kill! <laughs> <laughs> a belief which is held true however he loses all hope when the number four is involved once he starts worrying about that number he will immediately become very pessimistic and become afraid of even the slightest things he's just sure. too dumb to understand how dangerous the situation is so he doesn't die yeah, yeah. sure favorite movies pretty woman and the bridges yeah. of madison county okay does it just two rom-coms yeah right. <laughs> 
I have not watched Pretty Woman in many years, but I have a strong suspicion it will not hold up. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> like, a 90s rom-com about a rich guy falling in love with a prostitute. I, like, I, I'm sure... Yep, can't imagine that feeling good this day and age. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to make sure I remember uh, what Bridges Madison County is. Yeah, that's a rom-com with Clint Eastwood. Yeah, an aging Clint Eastwood in 95. Oh, that sounds bad. Yeah. Oh, drama, that sounds actually. awful. It's a drama, actually. Sorry, but okay, okay. yeah, it, romantic drama though. Okay, yeah. <laughs> favorite foods: Tuscan white beans. Sure, Mister's got to oh, get his beans, you, my dude. You, Grant, you're just gonna gloss over favorite music: The Carpenters. It's, Victor, it's your job to do this. The legendary, Clearly you drop the ball. The legendary, uh, like <laughs> easy listening, like '70s soft pop. Uh, <laughs> Duo the Carpenters. I love the Carpenters. My mom's favorite band is the Carpenters, but like, that does not seem like an Italian thug's favorite music. I'm gonna put that out there. <laughs> We've only just begun. <laughs> I, I okay. Yeah, get to ride. <laughs> Have we done that as a music reference? What? Uh, the, the Carpenters. I don't believe we have. No. No. <laughs> All right. He likes pizza. Favorite, favorite foods, <laughs> Tuscan white beans, uh, tripe, or I guess a specific kind of preparation of tripe, mm-hmm. um, and Everyone pizza. Everyone loves beef intestines. Everybody loves pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Dislikes the number four. <laughs> no The way. student no. living next door who plays guitar while he's <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> wow, he's so relatable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, his heroes are Robert Paggio, who is a football player, Foot. and Monica Bellucci, in parentheses, just sexy idol. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> and facts. Narancha facts. Narancha facts. This is my favorite one so far for two things. Is one the picture where his arms are a mile long? <laughs> Absolutely not. It's, it's no, his favorite it's book his in his favorite he- book. Favorite book and hero. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. All right. Narancha Girka, age 17. Stand name Aerosmith. Date of birth May 20th, 1983. Blood type AB. Height 164 centimeters. History. His mother died of illness in his childhood. His father treated him as a nuisance. When he was 14 years old, he was framed for a crime and sent to a place resembling a reform school. Later, Resembling? Who <laughs> frames a 14-year-old? We saw it in the backstory, remember, Grant? Yes, he was like, I still don't... No, I don't remember. We were there. <laughs> Later, when he was living on the streets and on the verge of death, he met Bucciolati and entered the world of gangsters. Of gangsters. <laughs> Gang stars. Personality. He offers 100% of his love and loyalty to those who have earned his complete trust. Sure. That's, boy. that's what that means. Yeah, that's the first half of the sentence is the same as the second half. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's called good writing, Victor. <laughs> but he never Look it up. Consistency. But he never opens himself to anyone else. Same. He is troubled by the fact that he never completed primary school and becomes enraged when other people mention it. Take caution, as he is quick to draw his knife. Yeah. None of those, like, not a single sentence there followed another one or adds up to a character. <laughs> Favorite book. Doesn't, doesn't read. read. <laughs> Favorite movie. Doesn't, doesn't watch, watch movies. movies. Doesn't watch movies. 
Favorite TV show, Fist of the North Star. Okay. okay. How are you watching Fist of the North Star in your way? In 2002, yeah. You uh, got some, <laughs> some bootleg VHSs? Look, yeah. yeah. Has Italian subtitles? There are plenty of Suncoasts in Italy at this time. Oh my god. <laughs> Favorite music, Tupac, Snoop Doggy Dog. Nice. Alright. Yes. Okay. has got some musical taste here. Uh, in parentheses, American rap music. <laughs> Favorite foods, uh, pizza, parentheses, margarita with mushrooms. With and mushrooms. Or- and orange juice. At the same time. <laughs> he <laughs> loves Naranja juice. Uh, <laughs> Two great tastes that taste great together. <laughs> uh, dislikes spicy foods. Okay. Liquid noises like liquid noises. Liquid I don't like liquid sliding, etc. Yeah, just like squelching. <laughs> and, uh, and then under he, dislikes, and under dislikes, he loves the sounds his leather shoes make when he walks on winter mornings. Okay, sure. I mean, fair, <laughs> but wrong section. Yeah, <laughs> that's the wrong section. Hero, Bruno Bucciari. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Too. Yeah, good taste. Oh. I, I think it's really great here that uh, they get a favorite music section and they just like cannot list anybody's stand name. <laughs> like, <laughs> Araki has just like cut himself off from several artists being listed in these sections. <laughs> yeah, there. Uh, touche. God, I like <laughs> the conscious choice to put favorite book doesn't read on here. <laughs> favorite yeah. movie doesn't, doesn't watch read. movies. Because you could have omitted it and we wouldn't have known. But we had to be pointed out that he doesn't read. We could have guessed. <laughs> I mean, Why we knew. He's got to drive home how much of a dum-dum Narancha is. <laughs> but, but, oh. Meanwhile, he's bootlegging Fist of the North Stars. <laughs> God, every time I open up Verve, like, one of the first recommended shows is Fist of the North Star for me now, and I keep looking at it and thinking Dio is on the cover and then realizing it's Fist of the North Star and not JoJo. <laughs> God, God. <laughs> Phantom Blood was something else. <laughs> uh. You know, sometimes I miss the simpler days of just walls of beef. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a it simpler is time. Something so special that we just don't get anymore. Just fucking Lord Jonathan playing rugby. <laughs> Why did Jonathan? I do hope Jolene goes through her fun prison se- sequence and becomes large. It's just. <laughs> I do comes want out the other end as a part one version of herself. <laughs> I hope they make part one versions of every character next oh, season. Now I need to look up part one Jolene. <laughs> you might want to turn safe search on. Or off. Off. <laughs> you don't know what I'm into. But, uh, oh. sorry, I derailed us super, super hard there. But I felt that it's was okay. important. It's okay. Nothing Do we want to talk about this episode? <laughs> like, <laughs> Sir, like, one thing happens and it's stupid. Oh. <laughs> okay, we're, we're going to get to it. <laughs> so, um, we, we join our crew. Meeting up again, all in different bodies, as Bruno's like, yeah, I get it, I'm not an idiot, like, everyone swapped, pulling us the turtle, right? Okay, we're on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it takes him about three seconds to get on board after half the last episode was Narancha used <laughs> to noticing that they're in the wrong body. Yeah. Look, Bruno woke up in somebody else's body and he was like, 
Hey, sick. <laughs> hey, I can I can feel things in this body. I can see. <laughs> I can experience sick. things. This one works. <laughs> this one's not totally broken. And then while he, he is, was running in, he probably noticed all the people outside waking up and being body swapped, and he's like, "All right, well, fuck this." <laughs> well, he's really rocking the boss's body, though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he looks good. Mm-hmm. His body now. <laughs> Finders keepers. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting it back. <laughs> and no returns on the old body. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's cut off the arm of Silver Chariot Requiem, and he goes to go pick it up, and only to find out that Silver what Silver Requiem's true, true power is. <laughs> <laughs> Silver Requiem literally says, this must be what Chariot Requiem's power is when it's berserk. And then, like, Two minutes later, he goes, this is Chariot Requiem's power when he's berserk, and says something completely different. Like, So, <laughs> throw it on the board, people. Silver Chariot Requiem can power up people's stands, yep. swap uh-huh. bodies, autonomous, and can turn your own stand against you. I feel like there's at least uh, three more things. Oh, and theoretically, we're, yeah, we're not done can, yet. theoretically, can still cut the space between nothingness and nothingness? I feel like it had to give that up, and it's such a potent ability that Araki felt like he deserved. <laughs> you couldn't even get through that sentence. <laughs> you couldn't even get through that sentence. Uh, it also has a, like a mad healing factor. Yeah, yeah sort it's of. real liquid metal uh, sort of feel to it. It's it's an autonomous stand, so it doesn't transmit damage back to the user. So really, you could just do anything to it, and it'll be okay. I guess it bleeds sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's really upsetting how the stance like burst from the person's skin sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they come from walls. I yeah. It, it's it's like, like a weird. column. Both Bucciarati and Jorno uh, later have an experience where their stand comes out of them and then out of a completely separate location at the same time. That's I, yeah. Uh, Mista shoots a bullet and the bullet comes out of the pillar next to him. <laughs> uh, I, with, with his stand on it, guy, take this. <laughs> I really like lunatic number one here. Uh, I, I I will say, even though it's weird that this is the fourth power that Super Chariot Requiem has, stands turning on their per, their user is affecting. Like seeing sticky fingers attack Bruno is like, oh no, my good boy. Like <laughs> something feels very wrong about it in a way that is effective. It's yeah, just it does not very feel dangerous. that way with sex pistols because all that was gonna happen was Bruno was gonna get shot by his own gun again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Beast <laughs> just gets shot by his <laughs> What are you talking about? I mean He does get <laughs> shot by it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, Spice Girl was able to make it soft. Soft. Yeah, bullet. powered up Spice Girls. <laughs> I, yeah. I, this would be more affecting if they didn't have their bodies swapped. <laughs> yeah, that's also true, because it wasn't Mista getting shot by his own gun. It was Trish getting shot by Mista's own gun. <laughs> yeah. Good idea, just Rocky. You, you so just upset by all this. It's a bit of a train wreck here. <laughs> Three car pileup of concepts. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real fucking mess. There, like the some, body swap really just confuses everything. There's some anti synergy at play here. You don't put both of these cards in the same day. <laughs> yeah. 
I was very excited <sighs> to finally have the stands go off on their own. Finally, a season that's only about stands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I really love angry Polnareff narrating what's happening. This must be the true power. It's, sorry. Now that Requiem has gone berserk, it inherited the will from the depths of my heart and has become a defensive stand. Like, that sentence is peak Iraqi. That is Iraqi spitting in your face while patting himself on the back. I... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're mad about Requiem second bomb. But t- t- I, I'm sorry. Before we get too far away from this, this is stuck in my head, and I need to get it out. Tim's like finally a part where the stands go out on their own, and I'm like, I just need like the the fucking Pokemon shorts from the movies where it's just the Pokemon interacting with each other and no trainers, but with stands. Like can, can the stands pistol, only say pistol. their own name. Zip zip serious. <laughs> just dealing with absolutely uh like way out of scale problems <laughs> Arceus is ending the world and also Pikachu needs to deliver this honey bun <laughs> so Bruno starts standing up the, the, the body of Bruno everyone just like freaks out and blasters against the wall it reminds me of like when you start a room of cats yeah <laughs> I love that Mist is on the like ball here it's just like oh well time to put time to put Bruno down <laughs> Bruno especially is just like shoot the body shoot it right shoot now it. shoot take it take him out shoot it it's no good anyways I'm not taking it back you can't force me back <laughs> Bruno <laughs> and hey, maybe it might have been important for them to know that your body was completely in disrepair, nah. and totally worthless. <laughs> so that no, Misa's gonna live with this for the rest of his life. Yeah, so Misa's not <laughs> arguing with you. Like, hey, hey, that's your body, right? And he actually mm-hmm. just goes for the head. Like, <laughs> when Bruno's body stands up, this is Dopio's pose. Like, Dopio does this pose somewhere, right, with his hand in front of his face, like that. Yeah, it's Ooh. so weird. I feel like I've seen this from Dopio before. I think we have two. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. I can't place it. Probably in the Metallica fight. I mean, probably in the Metallica fight somewhere. Yeah, that that sounds right. Give me a timestamp. I, like I need that. to see this in, in action here. Uh, 7.30. Uh, just... He stood up! He's walking towards us! Says number seven. Oh, with the weird, like, zombie, like... The hand, I, I, like, I feel like I've down. seen his hand in front of his face like that. I I feel like he did that in the Metallica fight. But I'm not going to look it up because we're professionals. Um, I mean, I'm yeah. going to it. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck it. you. <laughs> yeah, Mista fucking wastes some. I feel so bad. <laughs> Why do you feel bad? Like... <laughs> I Poor mean, Dopio didn't deserve all this. No, Dopio he abs- deserve. absolutely deserved that. <laughs> uh, Dopio, Dopio has made so many decisions that are like, yeah, fucking kill people. He's not a sweet baby. He's his poor he, sweet baby. He is a too. complicit little bitch. I mean, yes, but also he's her sweet, complicit no. bitch. He's in a really bizarre, d- yeah, abusive yeah. relationship. Yeah. Uh, uh, with himself. I'm in an abusive relationship with myself, and I don't kill people. It's true. Yeah, well, you're trying to kill yourself. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just food. <laughs> Not just food. <laughs> I tried to kill myself yesterday with a, a 
Grande Homewrecker Burrito. <laughs> what does that it's even like, mean? It's not a meal. That's a cry it, for help. It's it's like it's like they have a regular burrito and then they have the Grande Burrito, which is twice the size of the normal burrito. And I'm like, oh, yes, wow. I will take that. Why is it called a Homewrecker? Uh, because the, your loved ones are gonna cry afterwards. And be like, I, I, we love you. We want you to be okay. And this is not okay. <laughs> More like you're going to gas everybody out of the house. <laughs> also that. You can't even save some of that for like later. Yeah, the burrito is hard to The burrito is a one-time option. Right? Like you, you can't microwave that later. There's lettuce in it or sour cream. You know, you can't just... It become. Look, I, I, I was able. I stopped. I stopped halfway through. I put it in the fridge, and then, and then I got really high and decided it was a good idea to eat the other half of that burrito. <laughs> okay, you did it. <laughs> you did it. Did you did you heat it up or just eat it cold? No, I ate it cold, and let me tell you, yeah. I oh, felt a... painfully full and extremely satisfied that at the end. Cry for help. <laughs> help me! I, I, I have a problem, and it, and that is I don't have enough burrito. <laughs> it wasn't big enough. I don't I don't remember where I'm remembering this from, but I, I like. It's a it's an image of like somebody eating a burger and then like looking at it and it's only like a gray crap on the inside. I feel like it was in like a SpongeBob episode or something of like it being fake food. And that's what I imagine reheated uh, Mexican food is. Yeah, you just you reheat it and just the, the wilted lettuce and all that. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, that lettuce did not hold up. <laughs> My mother will save Taco Bell and I just... Save I, Taco I do not Bell? understand somebody who saves Taco like, Bell. If you ever opened a refrigerator and seen a hard shell taco, ta- yep. taco inside, like oh. a Taco Bell taco. Like, I'm going to throw oh, a case no. under the bus here and say that she does this. At least what? get something with a soft, uh, like a soft shell, or or just a tortilla. But she will take a that hard th- hard shell taco. She will take that hard shell taco, lettuce and all, and just microwave it. And Ugh. I'm sorry, Victor, but Ugh. I don't know if I can be friends with Acacia anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts me. <sighs> She's okay. like, I, I will eat microwave lettuce, Victor. I don't know what your problem is, and I'm like, I, I don't know you. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't. That is so far outside of the realm of human experience that I can't like. All right, look. Anyway, we cut back. They've they did it. They shot the boss in Bruno's body, and like Araki thinks that death flags are necessary for some reason, so he just has Hiranja <laughs> be like, oh boy, now I'm gonna go retire, yeah. and I can't wait to see Fugo, my I can't best wait friend to go back again. home again. And when we get back home, I'll go to the nice pizzeria on the corner and uh, get a nice margarita pizza. It's like a he real just starts pulling Nazi death day. flags out like a clown, like pulling scarves yeah. out of his sleeve, you know? Like, it's just... It is incredible. <laughs> it's like I, somehow you managed to be more death flaggy than Mark. Right? Like the death flags are extreme too. Like, and maybe, maybe I'll be okay with Fugo calling me dumb. And Trish, we're going to protect you forever. <laughs> like, uh, I, I, it's, it's just unreal. I, like Araki, my man. Like, <laughs> I was like kind of only mostly paying attention and i just did not recognize these death flags for the <laughs> immense death flags they were and then, 
and then, and then Naracha disappeared for like five minutes of this episode. <laughs> yep. Like it's this is so pointless because <laughs> just you, you we already like Naranja. You don't need to like death flag for us. Like we'll be per like perfectly shocked and upset by this without you doing all this in, in fact, fact i was perfectly shocked and upset by it and had forgotten that he had said all of this but it happened like I, it's fine i can't you know what it's no it's fine it, it's it's terrible <laughs> like we can't we, we see I, uh, i'll miss abakio but we all made it through it right team <laughs> uh trish missed his like Yo, Trish, get me some bullets out of your shoe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, this, then... this bit is so effective on me. Like, uh, the whole crew, like, the time skip happens. Yeah. And right here, and the entire crew freaks the fuck out. And this is like, so effective on me. This, this is good. The music drops out and everything. Like, it's... It's very well done. Uh, I wish there hadn't been that weird music and the death flags, you know, immediately prior. I think it could have been very much more effective even, but like... All I'm asking is, how did Mista get up here? Nobody fucking knows! On on these weird uh, spikes or or tubes or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Jordan Arantxa. <laughs> yeah, that, that's you know what? I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, the boss can't do this, but also he just does. Like the best, get the with the best good, like trying to give a rocket the benefit of the doubt here. Most charitable interpretation. He has more time now that he can skip because his stands powered up. Um, He's still not Dio. Yes, <laughs> his power. Doesn't, doesn't do this. Do this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, maybe it does when powered up. Maybe it's just strictly better than the world. <laughs> no, at this point, like if he can, if he can manipulate the other things during the skip time, then he like is the world. Like I, I just... are you saying the boss is your world, Victor? He's the mind. no. I fucking love this picture of uh. Narancha Giorno just like stuck in these fucking metal beams. Yes, yeah, stuck in that crucifixion pose. Yes, it looks yep. great. I feel like this was all the that was the point of this body swap is for Araki to be able to draw this. Araki <laughs> yeah, exactly, yes. wanted to draw like Giorno his his like did I don't know toy doll. Uh, just all poked full of uh of bars, but specifically and, with the wrist stigmata and everything, the, like the, the, yeah, he's specifically crucified his Christ character. Yep. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> and then and then that character is resurrected in a way immediately afterwards. So yep, <laughs> sure. Yep. Good job, Araki. You did it. Yeah, you fucking did it. You shouldn't have, but you did it. You, sh- you shouldn't have. You really shouldn't have. Here we are at the Colosseum. In Rome. <sighs> and I guess the boss's power, King Crimson, got an upgrade here, Victor. But you know what else King Crimson is? <laughs> Again. Creepy as fuck. <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, where are we going with this? It's a music it's reference. It's a music <laughs> reference. Wait, what? No, you promised me. <laughs> No, no, we'll finally get to it now. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. 
<laughs> Have fun with your prog rock. <laughs> oh, God damn Welcome back to JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, where this week we're doing one of the godfathers of Prague rock, King Crimson. Yeah, I really don't want to do this. They were never a huge force in the popular culture with basically one album that actually matters. Fortunately, we do have some valuable technology available to us for this segment. King Crimson. Their first album... In the Court of the Crimson King was released in 1968. It features elements of jazz, classical, folk, psychedelia, and even military marches. The opening track, 21st Century Schizoid Man, has become the band's most well-known song in the decades since its release, helped in recent times by a prominent sample in the Kanye song Power from 2010. Though the original song sounds a bit different, much jazzier. Other notable songs from the album include Epitaph, which we let it on, and the title track. Overall, the record was extremely influential, and many bands have cited King Crimson as. By this point, only Robert Fripp remained from the band's founding lineup. Michael Giles and Ian McDonald had left at the end of their first big tour. Greg Lake had left after the second album to become part of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. And Fripp had asked lyricist Peter Sinfield to leave after the fourth album. A notable entry in this new lineup was drummer Bill Bruford, formerly of Yes!, they would release three albums in 1973 and 1974, including one called Starless and Bible Black, which, <laughs> well, I didn't expect an obscure prog rock album to be the name origin for one of the most notorious. After five plus years of inactivity, Fripp returned to music and reunited with Bruford to form a new band that was not initially intended to be called King Crimson, but they soon decided that they should just revert the name. The name they originally chose was instead used as the name of the band's next album, which was 1981's... Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Discipline? Oh... Did... Did they just... Did they just name all of their works after King Crimson albums? Oh my god, I have to know. I fucking have to... In 2013, Fripp reformed King Crimson for the sixth time into a seven-piece act that featured three drummers. Very strange. And that lineup has continued to tour and release new live records right up until the present. I don't know if it's fair to say King Crimson deserved better, since they were decently acclaimed throughout their career. And they didn't really make the kind of music that would ever be commercially successful. But, uh, we can tell they had a big impact on at least one creator, and their legacy seems to be pretty secure otherwise. The garden of plants and evergreen 
21st century JoJo man. There, we did it. Yep. Um, no one now, man should have all that power. Um, yeah, so um, the boss crucified Narancha in Giorno's body. Yeah. Uh, no idea how Giorno he did took it back. Well, like, <laughs> the blood is dripping down. I, I, This suspenseful scene where Mies is freaking out because he kind of knows something's wrong and it doesn't show uh, Giorno or I don't know how to refer to people. It's just... <laughs> Narancha in Giorno's uh, body. This scene's pretty good, and it's pretty affecting and upsetting to see yeah, him like this. It's a this very is, sad scene. The, everything from the time skip to the the commercial break is actually extremely well done. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's it treats the event with the respect it deserves, like it... Uh, Unlike the ham-fisted red flags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I said from the time skip form. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, everybody is reacting very strongly to it. it. Like, Giorno just, like, like tearing up and, and like, phasing out of Naracha's body. Like, it's the, the spirit Giorno, like, layered over the two of them as he, like... Like both of them talk together for a little bit, and then he just completely transfers back. It's it's very good. It's this is good, and it's so upsetting to me because Araki did almost everything else wrong and still managed to make this <laughs> like maybe it's David Productions here, but like, I, the Ranchi did not deserve to go out in an off-screen death like this. No, <laughs> but, he didn't. But after like throwing out death flags. <sighs> but on the other hand, it is a very effective way to 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 really re up the the emotional stakes. Not the emotional stakes, but like the the power level of the boss, so to speak. Like, yeah, it just feels silly at this point. Like when it was, I, I guess we're getting it from the other point of view, but also like, I I don't know. I have problems. <laughs> but do you have problems with this? Yes, <laughs> I have problems with this. I, I feel like Araki still kind of like crash landed. Not everyone died, but like he should have been able to land the plane. <laughs> He's a pilot. It wasn't even windy. <laughs> he was drunk. <laughs> so like, Giorno uh, heals the body. Doesn't do anything except heal the, the physical body. Because, of course, Naranja is dead, and it can't, what is dead can't be brought back to life. Except for that did. one time. <laughs> no, look, Naranja threw out too many death flags, so he, like, uh, his spirit wasn't be able to be called back. Bruno was yeah. still in full-on determination mode. Yeah, Naranja couldn't wait to fucking die and, like, move on and get some pizza in the afterlife. <laughs> uh, I'm also pretty sure this means Jorno is uh, completely immortal. 
Because, like, he just needs to go find bodies that don't have souls in it, and he could just keep on switching right. forever. Just I think, the, I think the corpse has well, to be relatively fresh. Yeah, uh, that's fine. He can make his own corpse. Like, he not, not like, kill corpse. someone. I mean, like, literally, he could turn a rock into a copy of himself. <laughs> that's true. Oh, I don't oh, like thinking no. about that. He oh, could just no. solve everyone right now, just make clone bodies and move them back in. He doesn't even have to make clone bodies. He could probably just facilitate them moving into Naranja's body as, like, a temporary holding... Uh, so everybody swaps properly, like <laughs> like that Futurama uh, episode. Yeah, <laughs> but can he turn Naranja's body into a frog first? Uh, he has. To Could turn he just turn Naranja's body into a new body for Bruno though? Like, no. Bruno's already got a better body. Yeah, the, you have to make <laughs> Naranja's body into Polnareff now. That's can't be done. Sorry, Polnareff. He should actually just go fix Polnareff's body. <laughs> hey, regrow the limbs, and Polnareff should be able to go back into that. <laughs> Sorry, Polnareff. There's just it just can't be done. <laughs> Not how my power works. No, why doesn't he do this? I guess, think about it. I guess he just stuck as a turtle. Nobody's thinking about it right now. I, Not even Polnareff. <laughs> uh, turn the turtle into Polnareff. Well, honestly, I think it's a good look on you. You should really get used to it because <laughs> you're not changing. Look, look. the only thing Jorno needs to do for Polnareff now is just give the turtle the flat top. <laughs> <laughs> the, the saddest kicker to the end is Fugo walking alone in an alley as a shadow of Aerosmith flies by and he looks up at the sky. God, what? it's that's Loud just like a weirdly just... powerful uh, like couple of seconds. It's, it is... But also fuck Fuga. But also fuck yeah, Fuga. Everyone else in the organization is dead. What is he running from? <laughs> like they've killed everyone. He's not running from anything anymore. He just has no idea how to find anybody anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they have cell phones, I think. <laughs> Question mark. Like, sorry, he didn't. Fugo's... He didn't memorize any numbers, and he had to throw away his other cell phone at some point. Fugo is like the one person on the team the boss would probably have trouble with because he could still get the virus in stop time (laughs) (laughs) or skipped time time, whatever Uh, and the shadow of Aerosmith flies over where Apakio died yeah but then it's a swallow or whatever it ascends to heaven and we get we get a commercial break, like, cut with the stand card for Silver Chariot and no <laughs> music. Silver Chariot. <laughs> but, but, like, no music. Just, it's it's actually very jarring to not have the the, the sting that usually goes there. Yeah. Uh, I do need y'all to see my favorite, like, manga panel in a long time. Uh, oh, boy. It's Polnareff Turtle saying, two... <laughs> yeah wow yeah it's his realization that there's uh wait there's two personalities within uh dio volo which means these two pop, uh, uh spirits got offloaded <laughs> it's the he has like a brain wave here it's <laughs> like the only way that king crimson could still be functioning it's it's you can see the light bulb yeah of course if he got swapped into someone different than Bruno's body. Oh! And look, if this were it, I also... Like, again, 80-car pile of premises, but... Hey, okay, the boss is hiding in someone's body, and we don't know who it is, so that's upsetting. That, that is, it's like, okay. Yeah, that's who's the werewolf. 
yeah, who, who's the werewolf? And if we don't get it, he's going to skip past the night phase and someone's dead. <laughs> who's looking <laughs> sus? Yeah. 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 You yeah. got to kill someone before But day if he happens. swapped into some random person's body, then where did they go? Mm. Because it wasn't in the Diavola's body, right? Because that's, Bruno's got that. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so they decided to chase after Requiem. Uh, we get a lot more upsetting vignettes. Ooh. Just <clears throat> we just check yep. back in on all these really bad, like Dog Man Look. and Baby and, and know, uh, the cop who's still just acting like a cop. Yeah, I know it's <laughs> indistinguishable not... from normal cop. <laughs> I know it's Sorry, not. Tim. I know it's not the most ideal situation, but guy who turned into dog, run away. Your life can't possibly be like good enough that you like being like a a, a dog that's sentient wouldn't be fun somewhere else. <laughs> I, you could I, be a detective. I, I, being a sentient dog sounds terrible. No, it'd be fun. <laughs> it'd be great. Like it sounds almost as bad as being a turtle. Look, Tim, you're glossing over the fact that uh, half the joy that dogs experience has to be not being human, all right, and not being saddled with all of the humanity that we have. <laughs> I, yeah, you can drop all of that if you are dog. You, you would throw away your humanity, Tim? Yes, absolutely. Every time. Reject, <laughs> reject, reject humanity. Return to dog. dog. Return to <laughs> dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what yeah. kind of mask do you have to put on in order to turn into a dog? <laughs> the, the Requiem mask. Yeah, so Creepo Cop uh, fucking cat calls <laughs> Mista Trish. Mista Trish here. Who probably gives him a new fucking face piercing. <laughs> Just puts the gun in his mouth. Like, holy fuck. Fires it. Then uses the handcuffs on his mouth to attach him to a light pole. I love this because Mista fuck. doesn't like... There's no hesitation. He's... Just turns around, barely looks at the person, blasts a fucking hole in his face. Hell yeah. And the explanation after was like, oh yeah, this person got too close, so I thought they might be the boss, but uh, turns out it was just some asshole cop. <laughs> I mean, good for you in either scenario. On the ball, defending yourself against stand attacks, and on the ball, defending yourself against fucking, like, I mean, to be fair, he is a career criminal. <laughs> yeah, do you think Vista does this a lot? Yes, uh, every day. Yes, probably. I, uh, I like Silver Chariot Requiem uh, just getting clowned on, like like uh, they're going to take his lunch money or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> tripping him. You like, just replace Silver Chariot Requiem with the, the Virgin from the Virgin Chad meme. And, and, <laughs> and he's like, look, such a pussy. And trips him. Doesn't even think we're a threat. <laughs> what a nerd. Bolarif stands still a loser. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> can you believe it? He said he could cut the space between nothing and nothingness. What does that even mean? <laughs> oh, what an idiot! <laughs> uh, Is and this the power of Silver Chariot Requiem? <laughs> um, he drops the arrow from this though. <laughs> This thing you, that you're supposed to be protecting, <laughs> jackass. <laughs> nice job, Silver Cherry. You're really like, really holding on to that air, aren't you? Really I protecting it, it. It's around here where Bucaretti says that he's a corporeal stand that other people can see. You know, like strength. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, how, how would he know that? Power five. <laughs> I'm gonna call how that power five. How could you tell? Uh, You're all stand users. You can't tell. 
There's no stand. There's no like people around who are of oh, cognizant mind to actually tell you. I, maybe he's just so powerful that he's assuming that other people can see him. Yeah. After a certain point, you have to be like, yeah, maybe maybe everybody can see, see Star Platinum because it's that <laughs> fucking powerful. I wouldn't I, doubt that. I love when Jorna reaches for the arrow. It's so the fucking stupid. Gold, and I love the the it. fingers coming out the back of his hand, and just the rift in the earth opening up as <laughs> gold experience, experience just staring a little off to the side, like coming forth <laughs> as if he's being grabbed by his chest. It's very it's attack really on, weird. Attack on Titans. Titans coming out of the wall, sort it's, of thing. It's good. I love it. It's real dumb. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, so it turns out um, the the prevailing theory now by Jean-Pierre Polnareff is that stand users can't grab the arrow. But if Silverchariot Requiem is no longer under his control, am I even a stand user, question mark? I mean, <laughs> don't, don't you have the Mr. President stand now? <laughs> no, because the, the, clearly the stand travels with the mind, not with the body. Yeah, but, we, but last episode, Nar- Naracha Jorna was inside of him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, uh, with a Herculean effort, he picks up the arrow, and he's like, Quick! Uh, Mista! <laughs> the closest person to me. Pierce your stand with the arrow. I love the look of this turtle holding the stand arrow in its mouth and just, just straining under the so pressure of trying to hold this. As silver swe- This turtle is sweating. Just fucking, like, starts chugging at him. Just running as hard as he can to come stop the yeah. turtle. He's gonna punt that turtle. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but that's, this is our end of our episode. That's where it stops. Yeah. God damn yep. it, Rocky. You, you could have given me Silver Chariot Wequiem punting a turtle. Silver Chariot Wequiem? Yeah, <laughs> Silver Chariot Wequiem. Oh, I hate that. Don't say that again. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, stop that. <laughs> uh. Silver Chariot Wequiem. <laughs> <laughs> so, Victor, how'd you like the episode? <laughs> God, the. Uh, once again, Araki has done it. Half of a really terrible episode and half of a good episode. <laughs> That's extremely generous. <laughs> it is more like it's a more like quarter. A, a, yeah, yeah, a quarter of a good episode, three quarters of a really terrible episode. <laughs> yeah, but that quarter is really good. <laughs> it's really good, though. That quarter is, like, I think we glossed over uh, Giorno, like, putting Naracha's body in like a corner and like covering him with flowers to protect him. And oh, I'm just and like, as they're leaving, as they're leaving and Trish passes by, we just get the King Crimson face in the shadows. Yes. <laughs> just for one frame of just, <laughs> <laughs> very good. It's so good. <laughs> and I'm over here like weeping terribly as they're about to go do something fucking stupid. And I'm just <laughs> like, no, my Jojo. Goodbye, uh, oh, I miss you already. I, I've just been staring at this picture from the manga that Tim posted of the moment that Polnara figures out what <laughs> happened with, with Diavolo. And it's just two. And the look two. on this turtle's face. The look on this turtle's face is not recreated in the anime. And I'm so unhappy that they didn't because <laughs> it is beautiful. Just the look it, of it, abject it's like, just despair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. 
I kind of love how Araki draws turtles. How yeah. did he do this? Oh, he's <laughs> so he... he's so much better at turtles at, than he is at like dogs or cats or or, or frogs even. <laughs> it would uh, be frog. hard good not frogs, to. Like, I don't know. <laughs> he's pretty good at frogs. Yeah, he's good at frogs. <laughs> Just yeah, the look of despair on this turtle's face. <laughs> I, so I, I think you were right so far because I think you called Naranja's death earlier, Victor. Yes, I. I oh, oh, and we. Okay, all right, here we go. In the in fucking Modern Crusaders on the stand pillar, we add Chariot Requiem. Where do we add Chariot Requiem? Above Aerosmith and uh, fucking. God, I gotta look at it again because I th- I can't remember whether it's above or below Sticky Fingers, but I remember it being dumb either way. Uh, all right, so from the bottom, after we get to the good guy section, we have Purple Haze, who uh-huh. you know Fugo left the crew first. Then we yeah. have the Moody Blues, and then we have Aerosmith, and then we have Chariot Requiem, and then we have Sticky Fingers. So Bruno is going to outlive Polnareff here. <laughs> <laughs> You've thought that once before, but both of them have gotten new leases on life. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you all for watching. Where can we find everyone? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalonis. That's Los underscore Grantalonis. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zerm. I'll be posting two... <laughs> Two. Two. <laughs> it's so detailed. It's uh, so good. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman and find the podcast on Twitter at Joe Star All Stars. Get your podcast episodes in your usual places Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Joe Star All Stars. Fireside.fm. And if you want to contact the podcast, feel free to send something to JoeStarAllStars at gmail.com. Please like, subscribe, leave a five-star review, tell it to a friend, shout it from the rooftops. Tell um, your enemies, you, too. Yeah, tell your enemies, too, especially them. Also, if but don't you want tell to our enemies. We've no, got an official, unofficial Discord server set up by <laughs> Dune. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't tell our enemies. We're trying to lay low here. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a narc. Yeah. Don't be a narc. <laughs> Uh, we will occasionally post bad memes and jokes in the, the Discord, so you're welcome to join us. Yeah. Uh, thank you to each and every one of you that listens. We have a lot of fun doing this, and we hope that you enjoy this, too. Um, have we, like, given programming notes about what we're going to be doing? No, not at we're all. Getting, we're I don't know if we for real, but I think we, we got in that, right? I think we know what we're going to be doing. So, um, everyone can enjoy us finishing out Golden Wind, and we've timed this out almost perfectly that uh, Stone Ocean should be starting. Um, we don't know the Netflix release schedule. Last I've heard, they're releasing four episodes at the start of a month, which is just oh so convenient. Very um, weird. Do not expect episodes the, next, the day after, as we have lives, and this, that would be difficult. But we plan to be doing going through Stone Ocean as it is released with everyone. Probably about a week after the episode airs, you could expect the episode on it, depending on scheduling. But yes, we will be continuing. We're also going to be doing a little interstitial, like one or one episode or two depending on of course the timing <laughs> because we again it's like a, it's a month out if we don't know <laughs> <laughs> if it's like december 25th be prepared for a couple of interstitial episodes yeah some 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 off-season programming yeah off-season programming yeah. where we watch paul blart mall cop 2 no, <laughs> no. 
<laughs> There's a lot of JoJo side content that we haven't gotten to yeah, yet. Yeah, there is. A, yeah. Right. Uh, we got some good I stuff. I still haven't watched that Rohan stuff. I've been Neither saving, I. I've been saving it for y'all. Yeah, I've been saving yeah. it for the podcast. Yeah, we'll watch it all we'll together. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Grant. I imagine Grant, after Stone asshole. Ocean, we'll probably get to that. Yeah, well, and maybe we'll do the Stardust Crusaders OVA. Ooh, that would be fun. I would be excited. Yeah. To do that. yeah, yeah. There's some options. We got some ideas. Yeah, well, so you do can an look entire series on Fist of the North Star. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can continue to look forward to us um, just ruining this show worse than Iraqi did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I say that. With nothing but love in my heart for JoJo. All the reverence for it. Uh, <laughs> so excited. Garbage fire. Like, I, I feel like I would be doing a disservice to the show if I treated it like as high art. Even though it is. I mean, yeah. You, you, know, you know what I mean, though. I'm... Anyway. I this understand. is what this is Joe Starlster signing up for all of you fucking Panicata Fugos. <laughs> Just <laughs> out there wandering the earth. <laughs> Say goodbye, Narancha. Aw, goodbye, Narancha. Goodbye, Narancha. Here, sweet Narancha. My violence My And he's gone. Just... No. Yeah. He's giving me this. Clown girl honk heaven. <laughs> don't you want to go to clown girl honk heaven? It's the ideal. I, I, I don't.